Hi, welcome to America's Debate Coach Podcast. I'm the host, Dr. Todd Graham. You can call me Todd. So on this podcast, we always talk about the same things, debate, always debate, but different kinds of debate, maybe competitive debate, maybe interpersonal squabbles, and today again, presidential debates. So this is the fourth podcast I've had. We've now actually had our first presidential debate of the 2020 cycle. I'll be talking about the column I wrote for CNN.com. You can always find that on, uh, I'll link it to all my stuff. So you can go straight to, to CNN.com, but I'd prefer you come to my stuff. So you can find me uh, on Twitter at America Debate or on Facebook at America's Debate Coach. So that's where you can always find links to all of my work or you know the interviews I give where they send back to me. Most of my interviews, I never get to see, but the ones they give to me, you know, I'll, I'll kind of show. So how'd that debate go? Well, that debate was terrible. So what then did I write about? Now, one of the categories that I've talked about before is CNN always makes me give grades. So I have to grade the debaters. Um, and I, yeah, well, I, I, I did, but I didn't. So what happened in that debate was, uh, as you all probably saw, was so horrible that, you know, most people turned it off 20 minutes into it uh, because it was nothing but a chaos, messy, etc. So here are grades I gave. There were three people involved. I don't always grade the moderators, but I decided I had to at this point. Somehow I still managed to give four grades. I'll talk about that in a second. So uh, let's then um, open, let's start with this. So I've seen every presidential debate for the last quarter of a century, practically. Certainly since CNN asked me to the primaries in 2011, I've seen every single primary and general election debate. And before that, I've seen every general election debate. I didn't used to watch all the primary debates, I will be honest, but starting in 2011, I did. So all the debates in history, I started my column by saying, by far, this is the worst presidential debate in history, not even close. Right. Um, and a joke I sort of had as a side, but I didn't write was, uh, I think this is the worst presidential debate of any kind of president, class president for your for your high school, et cetera. This debate was that bad. It's just the worst debate I've ever seen. But certainly for presidential debate, it's the worst in history. So why do I think that? And what were the grades I gave? I'm starting. Uh, at the bottom. So let's just start with Donald Trump. Donald Trump got an F because F is the worst grade you can give someone. Uh, uh, if there were grades lower than that, then he would have got a grade lower than that. And there are a bunch of reasons for it, but let's talk about two of the main ones that you teach in competitive debate, right? Uh, two of the things you teach. The first is um, just don't be rude, right? Judges hate that. They'll never vote for you. Don't be rude. I've had tons of rude debaters who have debated for me and you try to coach that out of them and you do your very best. Um, and I had one that ended up being a national champion, but he lost a lot around his first three years because judges just said he wasn't likable. He was just mean. He was mean to the other team. He was rude. He was mean. And so by his senior year, I, it took a while, but I managed to coach that out of him. We'd soften him up. Judges were so complimentary. They're like, yeah, he was good as he always is, Todd, but he's nice now. He's changed. He's a better person. And so he, he's my unified national champion. He won both of the, you know, the tournaments that called themselves national championships. He, he won both of them that year. And oh, that's very rarely done. Um, we, we, he and his partner, of course, his partner was excellent and went on to win even more. But, but, and the reason is, is because rudeness doesn't play well. And so, yeah, Trump was just, Trump was just rude. He was just rude all the time in the debate. So did Biden interrupt? We'll talk about them in a minute. But, but Donald Trump interrupted with not just little, little points, like if he thought Biden was lying or something, he would just interrupt and just give a long rambling speech of a dissertation that had nothing to do with anything just because he likes interrupting people. And then Chris Wallace, when he finally decided to do his job, which we'll talk about in a minute, Chris Wallace would try to stop it, but Donald Trump was having none of it. Donald Trump would just keep interrupting. So he interrupted Chris Wallace all the time. And then they got in a shouting match. But 
there are degrees of interruptions. And what I wrote is the types that Donald Trump were doing were the absolute yell at your television kinds of maddening things. And so I never, just so you know, I never ever read anything or, or watch, uh, you know, read Twitter or watch anything. I watch the, the debate. I don't have my computer on other than to take notes. And then I turn off the TV and all I look at is my Microsoft Word document. I don't ever look at anyone else's comments. And then two hours, three hours after the debate, I've written my column, I send it to CNN um, on CNN Opinion, and then I find out what other people say. So quite often, I don't say anything near what other people are saying because uh, they either wrote it too quickly, they didn't think it through, they don't have my experience, you know, et cetera. But sure enough, most people said, even when I go to the Drudge Report, um, conservative websites, they all said the same thing. Donald Trump was too rude, he interrupted too much, that was no good. So the other thing is we teach in beginning debate. Don't lie, you can never lie. The purpose of debate is truth seeking. That's why the activity exists. It's been around for thousands of years and the reason for that is because it helps us to figure out the truth. Policymaking is a subset of finding the truth, right? It helps us to figure out what policy we should take. But debate is for truth. So if you're gonna lie, what's the point? Debaters know that because they know if they lie in a debate, the judges will never trust them again. I once had a team that said something that was untrue in a debate and they walked outside and I said, that thing you just said was, was nonsense. That's the opposite of truth. And they're like, oh God, we just didn't know that. Walk back in before the judges made a decision and said, listen, we're sorry, we lied about that thing, but we didn't know it, it wasn't intentional, but if it has anything to do with the decision, then vote against us. You know, we were fine with that. We would rather lose a debate than be known as liars. Donald Trump doesn't care about that. So he, his lies were just massive. The fact checkers went off on him uh, after that debate about just making stuff up, having claims without warrants, as we say, which means he just made stuff up, right? You had no proof for any of it. And so Donald Trump gets an F for lying. Donald Trump gets an F for interrupting. Who else got an F? Let's talk about the moderator, Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace got an F. Um, Here's what I've said about Chris Wallace. Um, I was rightfully worried about the moderators not taking control of the debate. He has since that debate said, yeah, you're right. I didn't take control of it right away. That was my fault. And so I actually wrote, he was like a bad parent absent for a long time of your life. And then all of a sudden, when he did come forward, he was way too obnoxious and like demanding of you. It's just like a bad parent, right? And so halfway through the debate, Chris Wallace decided to do his job and then he starts yelling back and forth to Donald Trump. He gets an F. One of the, and a lot of people have been online since then and said, well, there's nothing he could do. That's nonsense. There's a lot you can do. Cause I've seen wilder debaters than Donald Trump who've been tamed a little bit. Again, you can't make Donald Trump perfect. I, nobody's saying Chris Wallace could make him perfect, but you could make him less bad. Chris Wallace didn't even try, and, and it was the worst spectacle ever. Here's one of the things I honestly think. I think he was arrogant because debaters have to practice. Shouldn't moderators practice? He didn't. He didn't practice at all. Chris Wallace didn't moderate any debates this cycle because Fox News didn't have any Democratic debates. So the last one he moderated, everybody said he was awesome. It was 2016 when Donald Trump debated Hillary Clinton. People said he did the best job. So he skated by on his reputation. He didn't practice. He didn't have people standing in front of him yelling at one another like Trump will, yelling over him because he would have learned right away that this isn't going to work. Also, Chris Wallace thought 2020 Donald Trump was the same thing as 2016 Donald Trump. Those people aren't the same. 2020 is even worse. So Chris Wallace 
thought he could take control. He didn't. He also didn't do so right away. So he gets an F. Who else got an F? Because I said I graded four people. Uh, Joe Biden, by the way, gets a C. So let's actually do Joe Biden next. He got a C because he still did some interrupting. He was the first to interrupt in the debate. He continually interrupted Trump and even the moderator. But here's what made it more gentle is his were short. If Chris Wallace said, Mr. Biden or Mr. Vice President, you're interrupting, Joe Biden shut up when he said that. So he was able to control himself better. So he so he doesn't get an A because he did some bad things and some of his answers were rambling a bit and Steve told a couple of falsehoods that he he you know when he got caught on the spot I don't think they were intentional like Donald Trump's or just Donald Trump gets fact checked and then he keeps intentionally saying the same things over and over so so Joe Biden was not flawless by any count but he still had better policy ideas he tried to talk to the American people he tried to be realistic with what we could do about the important topics like the coronavirus you know um, like COVID etc like uh, you know in, in, in the economy. Um, and, you know, with climate change, he tried to talk about those things. So, so he did better than Trump. I gave him a C. That's, a, that's, that's I think, pretty fair because you can't give him an A. Certainly he wasn't on his best game because, again, when people are like, what could Biden do? I have pages of tips I had written down. I was yelling at the television that he was doing everything wrong because, trust me when I say this, if I'd have been coaching Joe Biden, he would have done much better in that debate against the interrupting of Donald Trump because I had strategies for that. One of which, by the way, is to just, just look at the moderator and not talk anymore and just go, Chris, and then point at Trump. Chris, Chris, Chris. And then while Trump is yapping away, just keep saying Chris, Chris. So that way Trump doesn't really get heard by the audience because it's not his turn anyway. But Chris Wallace finally remembers, oh yeah, I got to do my job. So that was one of my tips, just say Chris. Chris, every two seconds, Chris, Chris, Chris. And that's what he, so I have a bunch of other tips, but trust me, Biden was far from perfect. So he gets a C. So who's my other F then? Well, F stands for Frank Ferenkopf. You might've heard me talk about him in the last podcast. Frank was the mouthpiece for the chair, for the, for the, the commission on presidential debates. He was the co-chair and he's the one who went around television this last week saying moderators shouldn't fact check and moderators should, as Chris Wallace said in the debate, now it's time for open discussion. That was Frank Fahrenhoff that gave him those instructions. Those were terrible instructions. My favorite segment, I was actually on CNN on a segment right after him and they said, hey Todd, and I'm like, what that last guy just said, I wouldn't do that. Um, and this is before the debate happened and now it turns out that was Frank Fahrenkopf. Uh, and, and I said two things are because he kept saying don't fact check. Think about this. Donald Trump is, is, and this is not like a guesswork because different people from the Washington Post to CNN have been doing this for a living. He's been fact checked. Donald Trump is the most recorded liar in the history of the human race. It's not an exaggeration because, you know, most people don't record your lies, right? Nobody records my lies, right? So, so when you think about it, you're like, okay, but that many people don't get their lies recorded. But um, he's the most recorded liar in the history of the human race with well over 20,000 since he's been president at this point. So if you tell somebody like that, the moderator's not going to fact check on national television. You've been saying that. What the hell do you think he's going to do? He's going to lie a lot because you just telegraphed that he's not going to be fact-checked. And I also said it was a bad idea because you don't want your opponent to have to fact-check you. Because if that happens, Donald Trump can just keep spewing out 
lies and Joe Biden's on the defense the whole time because he's got to keep answering this nonsense, right? And he never gets to, which happened, tell the American people why he should be president or answer the important issues because he's too busy answering Donald Trump's lies. Again, that's like any, are you coach debated? You know this, right? If somebody makes up, it's called gish gallop. If you're looking for a technical fallacy, it's called gish gallop. It means you throw a bunch of crap up against the wall to see what sticks. And as we all know, it takes longer to answer a bunch of crap or lies than it does to tell the lies. In debate, we learned that a long time ago. So Joe Biden's busy answering that BS, and he never really got around to it. That's Frank Ferencoff's fault and the Commission on Presidential Debates. Why also do I know it, by the way, since that debate, they've said, we're going to institute new rules, but we don't know what they are yet. By the way, you're, and, and so I've been interviewed 20 times, and they all asked me, Todd, what they should do. I have a list of things. I already had them that they should have done. Um, but the list number one is call Todd, because I know what they should do. Or any debate coach, we've all seen it. We've all coached judges and moderators. We would all do better than Chris Walsh did. But Frank Ferenkoff got an F for the fact checking, but he also got an F for this whole open discussion idea. Again, you tell Donald Trump there's going to be an open discussion, and that just that's an invitation for him to be more aggressive, to be more rude, to interrupt Biden, and then just to start hammering Biden with ridiculous questions. At one point, Chris Wallace even looked up and goes, "Well, answer his question." What? That's not Joe Biden's not supposed to randomly answer Donald Trump's questions. So it was a terrible set up from the commission. I predicted it was going to happen. It happened. I got super angry at everyone involved. So Frank Ferenkopf also gets an F for that. Um, my final thoughts, by the way, are I have no idea who won the debate. Obviously, Biden did better than Trump. Um, Trump just looked ridiculous, but uh, but we didn't learn anything. Um, and I got interviewed by a lot of people in Canada, from you know Toronto to Montreal to Vancouver, and I said the same thing, which is I miss y'all. You're my favorite country. I don't get to come visit you because of the coronavirus. I wanted to hear a good plan for when I would get to leave this country because we would have it under control. And in the debate, I didn't get to hear it. So who lost the debate? I do know. We all lost the debate because it was not a debate. Um, it was not even close to a debate. Remember, debate is supposed to help us seek the truth and find out facts, and it didn't do any of those things or policies. It did none of that. We were all worse off for it. We were all losers because of it. And it's Frank Fahrenhoff, it's Chris Wallace, and it's Donald Trump's fault. Because remember, Joe Biden just had nine debates, I think it was, primary debates, something like that, you know, seven and nine. Uh, the number escapes me right now. Um, but None of that none of that stuff happened when Joe Biden was debating, uh, so it wasn't his fault. While he could have been better in the debate, I would have coached him to do better things against the lies and against the interruptions, but, uh, you know, it, it wasn't his fault. So that was a disaster. What I'm asking you to please do is don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Debate still has purpose. Presidential debates. A lot of people say presidential debates aren't good anyway. Listen, I've coached every form of debate that exists and I've watched every form of debate, having watched over 8,000 debates. And I can tell you right now that they're all bad to some degree. They've all got terribleness to them. You know, if I have to watch another Lincoln Douglas High School debate, I'll, you know, jab myself in the eye. So all debates have poor quality and high quality. So it's not the formats that's necessarily the problem. It might be the moderator, it might be the people involved. Don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Debates still have value and presidential debates still have value. Uh, I, you know, as of, as of this taping, we don't know if there'll be a second presidential debate or not. But, but, but you know, I'm hopeful that there will be. Uh, and, and like most things, debates just have to survive this current presidency. They will. They've been around for thousands of years. We can do that.
All right. If you like what you heard today, you can get even more of America's Debate Coach uh, if you follow me on Twitter at America Debate or if you like me on Facebook at America's Debate Coach. Thank you very much for watching. Take care and I'll see you next time.